This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast. My guest is already laughing. What they, voice are you doing? Because they feel, my guest feels I shouldn't have a podcast. Oh, was that too announcer? No. Well, yeah, it was a little like, hey, like you, your, your voice dropped like one full octave from when we were just doing chit chat before. It's ra- I'm a radio guy from way oh, back. Okay. Oh, oh, this okay. is Scott Ackerman who's insulting Hi, me, by the way, opening by insulting me. That's, it's merely an observation. No, 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 I like it. I like it. So did my voice that came, became affected or something? Well, it, it's just, it's a little bit deeper than, than when we were just speaking. You, when we were speaking, you were like, Hey, everybody! What's going on? And then you come in here and you, like, butch it up. I, uh... Yeah, I'm a fraud, man. I'm a... You're a frog. Is that what you said? You know what? Yeah, you're right. Maybe I'll try it. Let me, let me practice it with you. Okay, I'll here we it. go. Hey, welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast. See, no, it's still not natural. If you saw me on the street, yeah, and you happened to want to say to me, "Hey, everybody, welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast," mm-hmm. how would you say it to me on the street? <laughs> That's but but the nature of the sentence is very. But just sort of, let's let's come up with let's come up with some sort of okay. scenario where you okay. would see me on the street. You haven't seen me in ten years. Pretend the podcast is my apartment. Okay, great. Yeah, and that's just your code word. Yeah, yeah. And I come knocking on your door. Yeah. Hey, Todd, you in there? <laughs> hey, uh, welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast. Thanks so much, Todd. See, that's so much more natural. See, but the beginning of the show, I don't know if you've heard my show before, the beginning is quite, it's a laid back uh, female heard, announcer. I've heard every episode, Todd. <laughs> you t- you can tell me if you haven't heard any, one episode. I mean, I've heard less than two. <laughs> Did you? That's all right. I. <laughs> How many do you have out at this point? Oh, only a dozen or so that you could have listened to. Yeah. Huh. So you made a plea. Call like, me when it's a baker's dozen. <laughs> it's a baker's dozen. get to this it. This might be the baker's dozen. Yes, love it. So you made a plea on Twitter, which I actually missed, where you wanted to be on a podcast. I had some time in New York City, which I'm I'm hardly ever here. Uh, it, which, by the way, if you don't know what it is, it's a, it's a big city in the middle of New York State. It is. It's and one of the biggies. It, <laughs> one of the biggies. So, yeah, I just I, I, I said, if anyone has a podcast you want me to go on, I had a couple hours to kill. And then um, <clears throat> Nikki Glazer said, you should go on Todd's. And I said, I didn't know Todd had a podcast. And uh, Do you know now? I do know now. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that this is what this is, right? Do you think that you're go- <clears throat> you're going into the red here? Do you think that's a bad thing? I don't. I mean, is it me going into the see? Wh- it's never me because you know I have that soft little voice. Yeah, what I- going into the red means? Uh, everyone knows what that means. It means, it means that the sound might bankrupt. be bad. Oh, the sound. Oh, is that what that? See, uh, I can back off though. I, I like how you have a windscreen on your side of the mic. I know. It's because I. You have to get very close. I was told to buy a windscreen, and then I was told that oh, you probably don't need the windscreen. After you already bought it? Yeah. Oh. I think it was by the same person, but maybe he didn't understand how it was working, because he was very helpful. 
Now, so you made a play. Who, what bites did you get? Because uh, I missed the tweet. You missed it. So I, I came to you, yeah. which is, you know, I'm not used to that. But, you know, I, I supplicated myself and I said, Todd, I would love to do your show. And you very kindly fit me in. I now, did. But who else? Who, what other podcasts are you doing? Uh, I got uh, the Marvel. Do you know the comic book company? They, they had very popular movies with uh, the Avengers. Yeah. And, they have uh, a podcast? They have a podcast. And I read comic books. So And they knew that. So they invited me on. So I'll be on that, I think. What else? Uh, the AV Club is going to do... The AV Club has not reviewed this podcast yet. They have not reviewed... Oh, man. I, uh, how do Stuff you get to be missed? one of the th same three podcasts they review? I just did a benefit for them also. What? Destroyed in Chicago. I wrote to the guy at the AV Club. I think we're going to work it out. Okay, good. But then, you then he might rip into it, though. Maybe do you go, think this might be the inaugural <laughs> he might go, uh, review? I, uh, he might go, uh, I don't like Todd's podcast, and he asked me to review this, so... Uh, can't call me mean because he wanted this review and he got he asked it. for it what do you hope what is a good review of a todd berry podcast to you just uh i think if they just point out the elegant simplicity <laughs> of this podcast <laughs> you are very elegant you came to the door I wearing know. a tuxedo i am wearing a, tu a tuxedo you said hello everyone welcome to the todd berry I podcast said, hello, everyone. welcome to the todd berry podcast <laughs> which i assume meant your apartment yeah Marin does it in the garage. I do it in my apartment. And everyone else does it in a proper studio. <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of studio space in New York, you know? No, there, is only, there are only four recording studio, studios in this building that I know. <laughs> space is at a premium in New York City. <laughs> do you like coming to New York? I do like New York. I, I've been here a lot, actually, lately um, for business. Time. Why are you here? To, you're here to promote... Yeah, I'm doing Comedy some uh, some interviews and stuff like this for just two days, and then I'm going. So they, uh, I forget, it's IFC? No. Yes, IFC. It is IFC. It is IFC. Is it yeah. IFC? It is IFC, okay. yeah. Wow, I panicked for a second. Yeah, no, that's They okay. send it's, you over here. They send me over here, and that's okay. You don't have to, you've been on my show. I've been on the show. You don't have to have watched it. I have watched you it. You have watched Did you watch your episode only? I did only? watch my episode, yeah. And, that, and no other episode. I may have watched other episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you to watch, to listen to my podcast before okay. I watch your TV Okay, you have shows. a deal. How many podcasts do I have to listen to before you'll watch one more episode of my show? So the weird thing is, I, I actually, it wouldn't bother me at all if you never Never listen to my podcast. Really? It's not even an insult. I just uh Wait, look, we we're friends. We I know we are. I feel like people should just do what they want to do in their lives. That's a good point, you know, and that's you know, in Barack Hussein Obamacare's America, that's becoming more and more rare. You know? Like I, I want marriage to be between a man and a woman. But all of a sudden the government yeah. is forcing it down my throat. Yeah, that's not gonna you you're, you're gonna lose that one. Yeah. So you're in New York to do these interviews. What interviews are you doing? Let's go over them. Sure. Unless really? You, you just want, want to hear my press schedule? I do. Because I can make everything funny. The, okay. Well, this morning I, I uh, had uh, two interviews on the radio, uh, one in Kalamazoo, Michigan. So you came to New York to do an interview with a Kalamazoo radio station? <laughs> That's right. There's I no other it, place on earth. I guess there's no need it. to fly to Kalamazoo to do that. Tom, Nothing against Kalamazoo. You can make everything funny. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I also spoke to Boise, Idaho this morning. I like Boise. I've been to Boise. I don't think I've ever... No, maybe I've been there. I don't know. You should go there. A lot really? of massage therapists in Boise. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. I'd never met so many massage therapists in my life. You actually went and took the time to meet them. 
you just meet people and you go, what do you do? So it's not like you went to massage parlor after massage parlor trying to meet all these no, people. They, you just not massage parlors. That's that's not like I it's think, not Times Square in 1972. This is, I think the word parlor, by the way, yeah. when you put it next to massage, yeah. is like yeah, it just implies no legitimate massage parlor. <laughs> what, what, massage studio, maybe? Yeah. What what can we call these places that um, just doesn't imply like getting jerked off at the end? Like anything with parlor, you're going to get yeah, jerked off any, at the very end. Any ice cream parlor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Todd, you've done it again. I did. I did it again. So you called Boise. You called. Were they were they good interviews or were they like people who didn't know anything about you? No, both of them. I think the only reason they did them is because they knew something about me. So it, that's always nice because yeah. they, they try to make you feel comfortable at the beginning. Like, hey, I'm not just some dumb radio person. Like, I know your work. So, yeah, it was it was great. I don't know. What else do I have? I have Sirius XM. Mark says hi. I did that yesterday. Mark says hi is the guy's name. He's yeah. not telling me that a guy named Mark says hi. By the way, Mark did say hi. <laughs> Mark does say Oh, my God. He's probably heard every awful pun about that. But then, you know, he did that's choose not, that as his that's name. That's not his actual name. His, it, it, no, I don't think it's... His real name is actually Mark Seaman. Yeah. It is. So you're going to do serious... What? You're just leaving that there? His name no, is I'm Mark not going to make a semen joke. No, that's guy's beneath been, Todd guy's been dealing with that his whole life, <laughs> hearing semen jokes. So you come to New York. They fly you here. Do you have, like, a free night the first night? You just think the first night is free, really? And then I have to pay for the next... No, no, I don't mean, like... Oh, oh, oh. Like, free free time. Okay, free I'm time. I'm not going to... Well, I might talk about money in a minute. Okay, let's talk about money. But, uh, no, I got here at 2 in the morning. So, yeah, it was free in the sense of I went immediately to sleep. There's a flight that lands at... Or was your flight late? No, no. The flight, well, the flight landed at 1.15. There's a flight that lands at 1.15 in the morning? Yeah, it was the 4.15 flight from L.A. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's flights that land even later than that, right? The red eyes and stuff like that? Yeah, I guess. But I just never heard of the 1.15 arrival. Yeah. No, I got, I got on that one. Boy. So you show you get up, you get here. Sure, I get here. Two a.m. I think, check in because I like taking a late afternoon flight. But I don't know if I'd want to land at two in the morning. It Although was, in New York, why not? It was you know I, I was coming from out of town to get to the airport, so I had to be as late as possible because I I was out of town on vacation. Where were you? I was in Santa Ynez, California. I rented a house. Oh my had god! Had some friends out. If you had been in L.A., you would have been up there. <laughs> And, uh, uh, yeah, for a week. I was what is there. Santa Inez? It's like wine country. Did you ever see, there's this movie, um, Sideways. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie? I have seen Sideways. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's like up there. There's a lot of Santa Inez. It's, it's, it was shot up there in a lot of those places. So you rented a house. Who, what friends? Can I ask what friends were Sure, there? yeah. Uh, we have, uh, look, Casey Wilson from Happy Endings. I think I met her once. She seemed very nice. She's great, yeah. I think I met her. Yeah, I have met her. We have Paul Shear. Paul Shear. I don't like him. Who else? Don't like him, no, really? No, of course. Everyone likes Paul Shear. I ran into Paul Shear. This is a good story. Great. Here we go. I'm at Bed Bath & Beyond. Oh, BB&B. I, I turn to my left, and Paul Shear's standing next to me. What? And it's like looking in a mirror. Not really, because, uh, well, yeah, in some ways it is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I know what you're talking about. Well, you have... Very similar glasses to Paul. We do wear, have, we wear similar glasses. But I just thought, wow, the, some comedy nerd out there 
must be freaking would out would freak if out at, if they're looking at this right now. They two might, comedy nerd superstars are standing all, next they, to each other. They would assume that you're there together. Right. They would assume we, they were like, oh, but no. What if they saw you both arrive separately? And then they're like, oh my god, I can't wait. They look, at they're passing right by each other. They don't see each other. They would be like, New York is unbelievable. I saw Paul Shear standing next to Todd Bear at fucking Bed Bath & Beyond. That was just one three-foot area. Fucking in the world was in that store. I like how you, you remember you turned to your left. I well. do. I'll remember that for the rest of my life. <laughs> so... Paul Shear. Paul Shear. We have uh, June Diane Raphael, his wife. His wife. Uh, and uh, we have my wife. Cool op is very nice. Yes, you know her well. How well? <laughs> uh, I, 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 no, I, I just, we're just friends. <laughs> uh, Neil Campbell, who's the head writer on Comedy Bang Bang TV show, um, artistic director of UCB LA, was for until he quit to do my show. Uh, Paul Rust. Do you know Paul Rust? Yes, I know Paul Rust. He was there. Um, we have uh, Jensen Carp. Do you Ooh, know Jensen? No. Uh, hip-hop fans would know him as... Uh, what was his name? Dirty Carl? No, what is it? Soft Carl? Hot Carl. Hot Carl. That's Hot what it Carl. Was. Hot Carl, yes. From what? He... Uh, or that's his, his, that's his hip-hop name. That was his hip-hop name. He's a really interesting guy. Oh, that's he, a different... Because Hot Carl, I've heard a different definition of a hot Carl. Oh, why? What is a hot Carl? I don't even want to say. It's yeah, one of those sexual one of those things. things. Yeah, I don't know. One no. of those things that's like a Houdini or a, I don't know what a Houdini is. I'll, I'm not going to get into this conversation. What's the weirdest thing you've ever done sexually? <laughs> and put a name to it. What's the uh, Todd Berry? Uh, Houdini. <laughs> and, well, then, and then a hot Carl. <laughs> you've done a Houdini followed by uh, a hot Carl. Carl yeah. And that is a Todd Berry. Yeah, the that's a Todd Berry first date. <laughs> I feel like I'm a million miles away from the mic. I'm going to get a little bit closer, but yeah. talk softer, if that's okay. Yeah, I, you know, people have written to me about sound issues on the thing, but I think it's like, I think it's like, all, I like to think of all my podcasts, they're like a great, uh, when a band releases B-sides and demos. Sure. It's just, behind the It's all scenes. demos. You don't go, hey, those B-sides you released, those little, <laughs> I couldn't hear the kick drum. <laughs> loud enough. The ping symbol wasn't loud enough. I like uh, how you and I are sharing a mic like it's a Bruce Springsteen concert, by the way. I know. Like, I feel like I'm little Steven just kind of sidling up next to you. Springsteen has no excuse because he can afford really he, good mic. It really is. Like, what's what's the issue there? You like, know, did it start... I if he gets tired of that. I bet, like, like, having what? little Steven come up next to you and breathe his hot soprano's breath. I mean, he must. I, that's... But that's the thing that everyone must think when they see two people share a mic. It's yeah, like, it's like one of those guys got bad breath. <laughs> you think every single yeah, person? I just think the average person would see two people breathing right next to each other and go, what, 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 what are you? Well, that's exactly what's happening right now. And I just had coffee, too, so I hope I'm not just blasting Speaking right of right. coffee and little yes. Steven, um, I once saw him sitting at a cafe. No. Outside in, on 6th Avenue in full... Little Stephen Regalia. What? Sitting the there having a coffee. And it was just like, so you you clearly don't mind getting recognized. I I mean, there must be a Springsteen fan who would walk by that and have a heart attack. I think that there's, there's a thing where, like him or Steven Tyler, for example, if they leave the house and they're just wearing like a Gap shirt... And they're seen by people. Like, they must be photographed by people. Like, they don't want a photograph of them floating around on the internet wearing, like, you know... That's true. Just sweatpants, you know what I mean? I have a story about an Aerosmith story also. Oh, here we go. I saw... 
I was at Dean and DeLuca, which I rarely go to. It's a fancy sure, I love grocery store. And my favorite place in, in the world, I think. <laughs> now you're just you're just looking for something to say. And <laughs> well, that's what podcasts are. Oh, yeah, right? that's filling just up time. Fucking, yeah, as I constantly look at the clock here. <laughs> Why are you now? Come on, let's just have fun. No, we are having fun. No, this is good. No, I saw Joe Perry walked in. Why? But he was, and it looked like he was having someone over because he was like, he's looking around. He like he bought a couple pieces of fruit, and he bought uh, two fruits, some flowers. Looked like he looked like he was just. Wants to put stuff out, but he was in full. It looked like he just walked off stage. Yeah, well, he looked—he didn't look sweaty, but he looked—you know—he had a frilly shirt on and so a black it looked like jacket. He was about to walk. He's about stage. to walk on stage, except right. he was in a supermarket. Right. And he's a big rock star. Well, that's the thing—is what a bummer that must be to have to do that every time you go out, right? But I feel because think know. about a little Steven, all the scarves he has to put on. I feel like little Steven could take all that off and. I mean, I'm not. I'm sure he was a nice guy, but I didn't I go think, up to him, and I actually didn't see many people go up to him. Actually, maybe well, no one. But probably in in New York, that's the same thing with L.A. Like, not a lot of people go up to people. Right? They play it cool. In New York, it's it's kind of that way. Yeah. Except when they do come up to you. Yeah, but um, I I wonder if. And for me, the worst part about acting is having to change clothes all the time or put on costumes and yeah. stuff. So I wonder if that's how little Steven feels like just every morning. Like, oh, I got to put on the little Steven costume. Yeah. And I guess someone like Steven Tyler, even if he puts on a Gap sweatshirt, it's going to be like, I think that's Steven Tyler. Right. Yeah. He'll put he might, on some he might weirdo well wear, scarf. Yeah. He might as well wear a scarf and lipstick and yeah. oh, sirens happen every episode of my show. Oh, great. So this is... Uh... That's when the guest leaves. No, it's... <laughs> oh, shit. Really? That's, I should do that. I should do a, a podcast... Where it's to the point where I talk over the sirens, by the way. No, you have to. Yeah. I mean, ooh, and there it's gone. The siren, say the sirens come, then the sirens go. This is a, a an edgy New York this podcast. This is gritty. This is one of the grittiest. This is a gritty East Coast. This, this is, is like uh, NYPD Blue of podcasts. When I talked to the guy at Feral Audio who does all the editing and puts this out, he said this is our, he made a point of saying this is like our first East Coast podcast. Mm. So I, I feel like constantly, although I am interviewing an LA guy, but yeah. I'm interviewing you about your perspective of New York East City. Coast. Yeah, of course. Yeah. People would be disappointed if they listened to this <laughs> and it wasn't exclusively about East Coast topics. I think it was, I, I mean, I'd love to get really, really inside. Yeah. Well, we've talked about little Steven. We've talked about Joe Perry, Joe Perry, you know, who else is from New York? I can't think of a single entertainer other than that. Have you ever thought of living here? I I think it would have to be something extraordinary to get me to live, to live here, like some extraordinary job opportunity, you know, which I think when I was young, I had <clears throat> probably thoughts of SNL, you know, when I was in high school or whatever. Um, and maybe even when I first started comedy in my 20s. But I think... You know, I've I've passed up on like audition for the Daily Show and stuff because I just don't really want to move. Really? Yeah. So you wouldn't be on the Daily Show? I I think they would have to like I wouldn't chase it. I think they would have to like and they would not <laughs> come to me. Not after this podcast <laughs> what? where you're saying you don't want it. No. I want it by the way. If you, you got... would do the Daily Show? I might I would do the Daily you Show. You should do the you'd be great at it. I don't they've never really uh Really? 
You, your whole uh, delivery would be amazing on that show. No, no one wants me on TV. Do, 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 do. All right, I've done a lot of TV. That was a bad example. But uh, You've done my TV show. I've done your TV show. I've... Uh, was that the greatest thrill of your life, would you say? It was a funny episode. It was a great episode. It was funny to watch. It took me a while to watch it. I what have so many, such a backlog of my appearances. Oh, yeah. Is, is that really what you do? It's like, like, oh, let me get to my Letterman from 97. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting to my third Letterman in 97. <laughs> oh, God, I just like to make a day of it. It's like, it's binge watching. It's like yeah. watching House of Cards or something. How many times have you been on, been like across the desk on Letterman? Across the desk? Meaning a uh, couch guest or... Well, I, I believe twice. Once. I've never been a couch guest. I've never been purely... On Conan, I've been a couch so guest. So meaning he's he's asked you over after you've done stand-up? You know, it's not, it's not like the old days of like mm. if Carson asked you over. Yeah. The Johnny Carson show, which well, I mean, half the a, podcasters don't even know who I'm talking it's about. It's a totally different host. I mean, it's David Letterman for one thing, so it's not like... Right. Yeah. It's, but it's also like... No, but that used to be like a signal, like... That you'd made it. Yeah, like that was like... Uh, How many times did Carson ask you over? Carson asked me over like 30 times. Wow. But one time I... For some reason there was a little extra time, so they had me sit down and I... I, I don't know that... I, I don't even remember what I did. I don't even think I did a joke. But then another time I, I got bumped. Mm. And they said, there's no time for you to do your set, but we're going to have you go out there and sit with Dave. Mm. So they come back from commercial and... I'm You're sitting, sitting there, there with my J. Crew green shirt on and my ill-fitting jacket, <laughs> and they're like, "This is Todd Barry. He uh, he got bumped. He got bumped, but you can see him at the Seattle Comedy Underground. That's not. And did that help the Seattle Comedy Underground show? They've never asked me back. <laughs> and yes, I think that is the plug. I think that's the club that I plugged yeah. during that appearance. But no, I've never done like. Uh, sounds like it'd be fun though. That seemed like that's when. I would, big time as well. Yeah, you're I would an actual celebrity. Love to do it at some point. I I have a talk show and I can't even get on a talk show. So that surprises me. Yeah, it's weird. Like I have all these talk show people on my show, and then you know, you say, "Hey, how about returning the favor?" And they just stare at me. Blankly. Yeah, because people know who you are. Sort of. I mean, and it's a comedy show, and they're a comedy show. Yeah, you. I don't know, but I I, I think it takes like three years three seasons to kind of penetrate, you know, and like for people to figure out what it is. But you never know, because a lot of these shows are not like all booked up. I mean, sometimes they mm. book stuff that day. Yeah, sure. So yeah. there's always but they a call chance. Mark Marin that day. But he can only do like 90% of those. <laughs> That's the thing. Ever since he moved to L.A., he does all the L.A. ones that day. Yeah, but he can't do all of them. And there's going to be a time. He did. Didn't he do Ferguson? I think he did Ferguson Letterman. He was Letterman on the same, on the night. same night. I'm surprised. Yeah, that really was like, because I would think that they, because those are produced by the same company. Right. They would have looked at their schedules go do. Should we? Got Mark Maron on both. I mean, is he the only person to ever do that? I don't know. It's like I'm, Phil Collins being on Live Aid in both London that. and Philadelphia. But that seems like something like you'd have to be like, like George Clooney would do that. But they, I mean, I guess they're not competing. It's just weird to have them both. I'm not Mark. I'm glad you did it. I'm happy for. It. I'm not saying it was wrong. It just surprised me. I think I am it saying probably it's wrong. Surprised him. I'm saying it's wrong. I'm going to go Mark. ahead and say that it surprised him that they. I think on. that we deserve an apology, Mark. <laughs> but do, I, do you think Mark is listening to this? I. I don't think he has time. I, see, that's the thing is, is like you used to be able to get away with saying stuff like that on a podcast, 
because Mark Barron's not listening to this. We're also not trashing him, though. No, we're not. We're it's all in fun. But what yeah. I mean, what I mean to say is, you used to be able to say whatever you wanted, but now there are what I call Twitter tattles or Twitter tattlers who will listen to something you say and then write to the person who would never have heard it and go, here's what this person said about you, and they try to start shit. Why do people want to start shit? Because they're sad little boys. Hmm. You think yeah, they're all, say, they're all men? Uh, yeah, I don't know about the Twitter tab, but I mean, I have seen that where you, where I've said something. You just like about a band, and I don't put the little at sign, but I'm not trashing them. Yeah. So I guess I shouldn't worry. But I'm making a joke, and then they like, okay, I'm going to send it to Basically what you're talking about. You think that they have those kind of voices? I think they do. I think they're more like... getting all huffy and puffy. I think they're more like, yo, Todd. Yo, Todd, what's up? Now, you recently got a verified Twitter account, right? <laughs> Why does that bug you so much? No, it doesn't bug me. It doesn't? You're no, verified, I, aren't you? Yeah, no, I'm happy. You're, you're happy for You're me one of the you. last people like, like, who's like... I was like, why isn't he verified? It doesn't I, mean anything. I it does kind of feel good, though, doesn't it? I never cared about it. I didn't think that... that I was always like, who gives a shit if I'm verified? And then one day they sent, me an, they sent me an email saying, you should be verified. Click here for more information. And I clicked on it, and then it said, you're verified. So, like, really? Yeah, I just wanted to see what it was, what it even meant. And then well, they what, were, what it, Tell me some life changes. Did, boy. It, did you get your hotel room upgraded? <laughs> it always, I always... I can't tell. They're always so big that I just can't tell. Is that an yeah, upgrade yeah, or is that just what I deserve? Like three-bedroom suite, two-bedroom suite. <laughs> Who notices the difference? Sure. <laughs> What's the biggest hotel room you've ever stayed in? That is an easy... This is actually a YouTube video, this. I think it... Well, there's two of them. Mm-hmm. Two of the huge ones, but this was the second biggest. Tig, Notaro, very funny Tig, had a comedy festival she was running one year in uh, D.C. I remember that. And she got a deal with a hotel, and they gave her, like, regular rooms, and some people shared rooms. <laughs> and then, But they also gave her four vice presidential suites. Wow. So I got a vice presidential suite at this, I think it was a Marriott or something in, in D.C., and it was so, it was huge. And Chelsea actually did a video that's on YouTube somewhere where she just went, we would just walk around. It was like, there was like a separate, like almost like a break room. Like you'd have at wow. work where like, where they have the coffee maker with the little pods. And they have all the time cards. Yeah. It was like, it was like, it was like a, a little break. It was like a little breakfast nook, but it was huge. Like a big so table. Like, like a like breakfast coffee. room. Like you'd have meetings there. Yeah. Like a table with like 12 chairs. Oh, it doesn't sh- really. Um, you should have had a conference. But sometimes, yeah, you do get these gigs. Like that was a good gig, but I also did one in Asheville, North Carolina, where the guy somehow got a deal with the hotel. And he got it was a fifteen hundred square foot hotel Whoa. room in Asheville, North Carolina. That's crazy. It was huge. It was like a Park Avenue apartment. I felt like a felt like a rich divorcee <laughs> in North Carolina. We'll be cutting this part out. No, uh, <laughs> no, this, no. It's uh, interesting. Keep, keep this in, just for to hear the word divorcee. Do you like hotels? I love hotels. I I like hotels. I I went on tour last year for the first time. Let's hear. I love talking about touring. You love, yeah. This is right up your alley. But you went on like a sponsored tour, so you were taken care of. Well, I mean, I I paid for everything. My meaning, like the sponsor didn't get the hotel rooms. And no, stuff. no. I mean, they they. I, I had to book everything. Oh, really? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I I picked all the hotels we stayed at. Did 
Let's hear. Let's hear the hotels. Okay, sure. Well, we. I'll first, tell you if I stayed there. Let's see. I remember in Boston we were at the W. W's are nice. Never stayed at the W Boston. It was good. They. I noticed they changed. The, there were these rugs in the elevator. Um, that have the big W insignia or logo uh-huh. on it, and they changed them three times a day to where they would say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Are you serious? Yeah. That's great. Didn't make really that much of a difference in my enjoyment of the hotel, but I just was fascinated But it stuck it. with you. Yeah, it did. Like, wow, they went to that kind of trouble. Meanwhile, I just did Bonnaroo, and we stayed at the, I think it's the Doubletree? Yeah. Who gives like, you cookies? Doubletree gives you cookies. Do they yeah. still give you cookies? They did. The warm cookies. They And they gave it to you. I had never stayed at a Doubletree before, so I didn't know this was a thing. But they gave it to me as if, like, you know we give everyone cookies. They're like, and here's your cookies. Like, you know this. They're tired of it. And then they're tired of the people. Can I, can I, can I travel you for another this, this cookie? This is the same this guy. This is my make fun of whenever I make fun of anyone. But, can I travel you for another cookie? Another cookie? Another cookie? I think that's. I bet that's just the wor- that's their worst nightmare. Anytime anyone makes fun of anyone, they put on some voice like that, and yeah, it's easy gonna, to make someone sound gonna, stupid. I know that. Like my sister would always say that about whenever she'd talk about anyone in her life, she'd be like, "So then he comes up to me and he says, hey, do you want to do the thing?'" I'm like, "It's so easy. Like anyone sounds stupid. Just say it like a normal person." Uh, can I get another cookie, please? <laughs> That's your Todberry radio Can I get voice. another cookie? Uh, they're really delicious. So you stayed at Doubletree. Did you get yep. your Hilton Honors points for that? I don't have any. And and oh. my friend was telling me about this for, oh, for flights. I don't have any of the... You don't get your frequent flyer? Mo- oh, my I God. I got to get back into oh, that. Oh, my God. I, gotta, I might have to stop the tape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any of that stuff. That's you gotta have. I that gotta stuff. get into it, right? Because I now I'm flying a lot, and I gotta. You're flying a lot. It adds up. You yeah. also get elite status. Plus, you get like upgrades. I, you I get went, upgrades. I went with my friend to New York recently, a couple months ago, and he, uh, like, I'm stuck paying for like Wi-Fi all the time, like twenty bucks every time I take a flight. Yeah, that you don't get free. He, I don't oh think. no, he's he, oh, really? he showed me his uh, his points, and he had like forty free Wi-Fi things. He's like, really? oh, yeah, these oh, just I've never stack got up. That. But also, you get elite stats. So if you fly 25,000 miles with one airline, mm-hmm. you get like an elite card. And then there's different tiers, 50, 75. Yeah. But even the bottom there, you get like separate security line. Ugh. Even if you're flying coach on like a $150 flight to Chicago, you might get upgraded. You get separate security line. You can, If you want to ask something, you go right to the first class thing. You board early so you can Ugh. throw your bag in the overhead. It's so, I mean, and now you also I'm, get free flights. I'm always flying first class, though, so I guess that doesn't really... You get even more points with the first class. And this is the 300th time I've talked about frequent flyer miles on this podcast <laughs> in 12 episodes. I don't care. I'm always going to talk about it. How many miles do you owe? Oh, oh, what kind of elite status do you have? I have gold with United. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's all I have is gold with really? United. Like, I just, do you fly a bunch of different airlines? Or I do you try not say... to, but what some people do, which they make a mistake, is they... I mean, it's good to be loyal to your, mm-hmm. like one airline, if, especially if someone else paying the ticket. Then you mm-hmm. can just go, this is yeah, the airline put I need. me on this airline. But... Some people, I think, get so addicted, and this is probably how the airlines, why the airlines do it. They, they'll go, oh, I'm going to fly, you know, Delta to this to L.A., even though it's five hundred dollars more right. to get my miles. But you're getting like the points you're getting are worth like 
three dollars. Yeah. So you spent five hundred dollars to get three dollars worth of points. Right. Right. That Delta example is not necessarily Delta is some often the cheapest airline. Who? What's the best airline? I've I've been enjoying uh, American. Lately. American? Yeah. Really? Is that good? Wow. Or no? They're going to be very happy to hear that. I I that's what uh, IFC has put me on the past few times, and I've in I've enjoyed the big air airplanes. But they fly uh, first class. Business. Business is nice. Business is good. It's just yeah, like first it's, class. It's, it's marginally worse. Than What's the difference, would you say? I think you get a little more... It's probably a little more like... Uh, people are either loving or hating this conversation, but I don't care. <laughs> it's a podcast. Look, you know, they can live like yeah, They can leave. Us. They can you know? fast forward. The, uh, it's why well, people it watch the, plane, the Kardashians. They want to know how the other half lives. Yeah, exactly. I think in first class... And I fly coach most of the time. But sure. Even though I'm famous. They, I think there's just like fewer seats, so it's a little more exclusive. Probably yeah. a little more room. They put up a Maybe curtain. a little higher end food, but... Uh, I don't think so. I think everyone gets to say... Like, I couldn't tell the difference on the flight here. I couldn't tell the difference other than they were further up in the plane. Right. You know? I don't know. Maybe they got a Bloody Mary the, the minute they sat down. I don't know. But you should. You can still get your miles for your American. Do you have your... I just flew. How, how can I get them? Do I sign up right now? Or? That's something I won't do on air, but I'll tell you how to do okay, that. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Please take care. Would you run my miles for me, by the way? Would you be my... my Miles manager, I would, I would, I would seriously. I think I've offered, I've made that offer to people because really? I've <laughs> talked to people where they like, I never got my miles. Oh, yeah, you fly anywhere, and they're like, yeah, you know, I took eight trips to Australia, I went to Hong Kong five times, and you're like, okay, well, you could be flying in friends. It bugs you, even yeah. though I would never I do can that. Tell. Yeah, I'm really angry now. Yeah. So let's finish the hotels on the tour. Okay. Uh, on the tour, I'm try- uh, there, there was one right across the street from the venue in Seattle, um, which was a cool, but I can't remember the name of it. What was the venue? It was the, was it the Aladdin or is that Portland? Um, the Aladdin's Portland. So it was the people who run the Aladdin. It was. The Moor? No. Showbox? Maybe. I can't remember. Um, I'm trying to remember another, t- another hotel. New York City, we were at the place right next to the Book of Mormon, and that was a super tiny hotel. Oh, a Times Square hotel. Yeah, yeah, super tiny. Um, then we went to... God, I can't remember any of these hotels. I'm so sorry, listeners. I'm so sorry, Todd. Man, I don't... We might have to... You might have to go home, look up your in your email to find what hotels... Why we'll would I have to go in, home to do we'll this? Punch the, <laughs> we'll punch in the... We'll punch in the... We'll go to a mix... We'll do some, like, recording studio. And DJ like, drops. And he'll be like, yeah. Hampton Inn. Hampton Inn. <laughs> Hampton Inn. That was a Hampton Inn. It was a Hampton Inn, Todd. <laughs> It'll be like the Allstate commercial. Yeah, of course. Where, the, where they, the guy speaks and everyone knows he's about to speak. It's supposed to be a surprise. You know, I don't watch commercials. Because um, you DVR it. I tend to just skip through things. Gosh, but that sounds interesting. <laughs> You're usually watching. You don't own a DVR, is that true? I do have a DVR. I got a new cable box the other day. Look what? how small it is. It's beautiful. Whoa. Twice the hard drive. That is beautiful. How many hours? He said it was a 500 megabyte hard drive. I don't know how many hours wow. that is. Uh, yeah, I need to upgrade because I, I, I have DirecTV. No one is interested in this. I know. Let's not talk about Let's this. not talk about our Let's belongings. Go. Let's not Let's talk, talk about, about food. Okay, here we go. Where are we eating? We are going to eat later. That what, was a big what, part of this is we decided to lunch. Was, uh, I know. So when, what time do you have to be out of here? I don't even care if this stays in. Sure. No, I have to leave at like 1220. 1220. Okay. 
We'll talk for another. We'll talk till twelve nineteen. <laughs> Wait, and then we're gonna it's eat lunch for one a.m. So this is gonna be a long one. <laughs> Put on a pot of coffee. I, I'm gonna stay here until you remember every hotel you've ever stayed at. <laughs> ever. What? What kind of food? What are, what foods excite you? I've eaten with you before. We've eaten together. I, I we've been to Momofuku a lot. I love that place. Yeah. Um, I haven't been there the last few times I've been to New York, and probably am not going today either. It's a bummer. You we don't could like, go there. We could. It's not my. F- I mean, it's not your favorite. Yeah, I like it, but there's a lot. Of, I think there's. It's one of those things where there's a lot of stuff I I can't eat. Oh, like what? Not because I'm a vegetarian, just because I'm a picky pain in the ass. But right. what they well that they it is good though. I remember the last time that we went there, we all got something for the table, and you were very concerned. Oh, I ate there with you. Mm-hmm. What was it like? Uh... I, it was one of their specials. I can't remember, but you were—you very much had to check on every ingredient. No, I'm not. No, I'm not like an allergy guy. No, not you, that there's anything wrong with being an allergy. No, guy. There, it wasn't allergies. It was like, am I going to like this? And, I, and it was just like something simple that someone ordered yes, for the table, yes. and you were—you were talking to the waitress about. But it was—it was rice, is what he's talking about. <laughs> it it may have been of, some kind it's of like, sticky I don't rice know, thing. rice, man. It's just. Uh... So where do you, where do you? I I would love to be more of a food person. I tend to not. I mean, there's so many great restaurants in L.A. I love Mexican food. Yum. You and I have gotten Mexican in um, Austin, I remember. we. There's went actually good Mexican in New York, despite you, what. You talk about that all the time. Despite what some California people say. I I imagine there is because it's easy to make. It is easy to make. You know. I mean, I shouldn't say that because who am I to say any food is easy to make when I actually couldn't make it? What what? So can all you the make? chefs who are about to write in scathing. What what can, what can you make? What's a dish um, that uh, I don't ever ever do? You cook? Uh, I I can, but I tend not to. Kulap cooks more than I do. We got when we got married, we got a ton of. Uh, you know, kitchen stuff um, as gifts, and so it kind of forced us to eat in more. You know, because you want to use that stuff. You know? Did you register? We did. At what? what William Sonoma. I don't remember. I really don't remember where we were. I think maybe three different places. Probably William Sonoma. I don't know. I can't remember. So that's a fave. Yeah, I bet it was. That's a fave of people getting married. I remember going to the stores and picking out stuff. I just don't remember what stores they were. I'm really bad at stores, hotels. Um, but yeah, my favorite foods are probably Mexican. Yeah, that's when I have to. I have to go on these crazy diets when I do the TV show, um, where I can't eat anything. Really? Yeah. So, I'm for months at a time. I'm not able to eat really anything that I want. So then when we wrap, I tend to balloon up. Like I've gained, I think I've gained like 15 pounds since we wrapped uh, a month and a half You look ago. slim though. Thank you so much. But um, like I'm right at the cusp where three more pounds, I won't be looking that more slim, really? that slim anymore. But so I just like tend to fantasize about food um, and what kind of food I'm going to have once the show wraps. And when I first started, it was burgers. Like, I, I think I was eating so many burgers that I Umami would... burger? I like There's umami. There's an umami opener up here. Oh, really? Where? Yeah. On 6th Avenue. Nice. <laughs> well, it just shut down the conversation. <laughs> but I would... I, like, uh, In-N-Out Burger, I would fantasize about that. And, um, like, there, there was this uh, food truck show on the Food Network called... Uh, 
or the great food truck race or something like that. And, and there was this place called Grill Em All that I think was one of the first places to have two grilled cheese sandwiches and the burger in between them, you know? Oh. And, um... I think there's a place in Atlanta that does that, or they do it with French toast. I can't remember. Right, and I just would watch that, and I'd go, once I wrap, I'm going to have that. And then now I'm wrapped, and I kind of forget about... You go, maybe I shouldn't get a burger between two grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> maybe I should just get, like, a grilled cheese sandwich or a burger. And then a burger the next day. <laughs> burger the next day. But, um, yeah, so so definitely it was burgers for a while that I would I would be, like, thinking about constantly. And then that went away, actually, and I, I haven't had one in a long time. Although one of the very last days of shooting this year, we shot for months and months this year because we did 20 episodes. And one of the very last days we drove out to the desert in California. California, and we had to do the scene at a diner, and I had to basically take a bite of a burger and then look at the camera and say something, and so I was like, well, let me try this burger before we start rolling, and I had a couple of bites. I was like, oh, holy shit, but we did three takes, and I had eaten the whole thing. I was so ravenous. So, what, so it was warm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They made it right right at the diner oh, and like gave it to me. Oh, Anytime so I've done an acting eating thing, that always makes me nervous, because I'm like... Normally, I have to like, spit it out. I don't eat these potatoes. They, can you warm these babies up? We did, uh, actually, I was out here a couple of months ago, and we did a sketch with Michael Ian Black, and um, where we go around, this is in the sixth the Andy Richter episode, we go around to different places in New York, and we eat stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were all like, oh, we're, we're going to have to spit everything out. You know, this is going to be a hell day. Because the joke of the sketch is a lot about, like, how many places we go to and how much we eat. And um, we're like, we have to spit this out. We have to spit this out. And we were, Michael was kind of like, oh, this is going to be the worst day of my life. <laughs> and we were literally, we were, we were at, like, the fifth pizza place in a row. And we were kind of like eating the pizza, you know. Yeah, who really wants to, like, buy pizza and spit it out? Yeah, I know. It just tasted so good. It was but, amazing. But that does raise a question. Why would you film in New York and not use me on the show? And even worse, <sighs> Michael Ian Black? Yeah, I know. I, I'm going to tweet at him. The minute I said it, I knew that there'd be a problem. So you were filming in New York? New York City, yeah. Oh, my. One sketch. Oh my god. One you day. chose Michael Ian Black over me? Well, I was thinking of Even he would be like, You made a mistake. <laughs> well, you'd been on the show already and I was I was trying to think of the just the atypical or not atypical, the, the typical New York celebrity. And we went through Woody Allen. He said no. And he, and how, he, how long before you got to Michael Ian Black? He was number two under <laughs> Woody Allen. It's Woody Allen, Michael Ian Black, uh, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Harvey Keitel. <laughs> and he doesn't even live in New York City. That's I know, he ironic. He lives in Connecticut. You oh know? Oh, my God. It's crazy. And that would have been a fun sketch to, to eat a lot of food. Yeah, you would have enjoyed it. I'm sorry. Michael Ian Black. But you know what? You were on the show last year, and we flew you out to L.A. to be on the show last year. If we trash him enough, I could tweet at him that we trashed him. He'll retweet it, and this episode will get a lot of hits. <laughs> Michael, you're terrible. Michael, come on, man. He would. Uh, at one point, he must have gone. I couldn't have been your first choice for this. No, he never said I that. I had to take he a train from choice. Connecticut. Of course, he was no, my I first choice. He 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 told me he wanted to be on the show. So when I heard that we were uh, doing something in New York, he was the first person that we called. Because he said, "I want to be on the show." Yeah, and I won't go to L.A. like Todd Berry will. Now you booked me on the show in L.A. because I happen to be there. Yeah. There was no, we're flying you in. 
There, you know, we don't have a budget to fly anyone in. We literally had the budget to fly one person in, um, which we did from Who, New York. Who was that? I don't want to say because I don't want to get into one of your <laughs> why him and not me kind of things. But those are entertaining when I say why. There was one person who wanted to be on the show that we thought was in L.A. because Reggie knows him um, and had dinner with him. And I, I think I can say who it is. It's Patrick Stewart. Oh. Um, and, and so he wanted to be on the show because Reggie knows his fiance. And that's weird. Then Patrick Stewart's the Star Trek guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Shakespeare. I'm not a nerd. Shakespeare and Star X-Men. Trek. Okay. Yeah, he's. I know he's distinguished British actor. Sure. So he wanted to be on the show. We wanted him on the show, but then when we found out that he would be flying from London, uh, it just it was literally thirty thousand dollars, I think, for a yeah. Because you got to get him a first class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it kind of ended the whole thing, unfortunately. Because you we didn't just want to have spend no thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> we have no budget to do it. You, you didn't want to spend suddenly thirty thousand dollars more than you had to. <laughs> so who did you get to replace him? Uh, we got a lot of people on the show this year. I mean, <laughs> fair uh, enough. Yeah, I mean, it's basically he was going to be a couch guest, and so we have we got twenty of them this year. We don't do a show without a couch guest. So when do you find out if there's going to be a third season? I think I'll find out um, probably sometime in the middle of season two. I don't know. What's interesting is I usually find out, but I can't announce it. So I can announce. <laughs> yeah, can I do an exclusive? I'm indie, man. I'm, I don't have any ties to anyone. I'm indie. I usually will. Like last year, I heard about it right after the the first season ended back in August, um, but I couldn't tell anyone till February. So, I mean, we told the people we hired, and obviously we were, like, making the show, but I couldn't publicly say that we had been picked up until February, because that's just how long people wait to, right. to announce things. So I probably will know at some point later in the year, but I won't be able to talk about it for a while. So please don't ask me. I'm going to ask you one more time. <laughs> All right, we're coming back for a third season. This is an exclusive announcement. We were picked up already. What else are you going to do? Another tour? Yeah, I'm going to do one in uh, late September, early October. Let me be on it. Do you want to? Definitely. Really? Just the New York thing? Is that what you want to do? Or no, you, no, want to no. do, you want to travel around? I'm a tour guy, man. You want to travel I'm a road around? Monster. I don't know that I have the cash for you. I don't think I could make it worth your while. Are you still with uh, Skicks? Skicks. Skickney? Oh, no, no, no. No? Um, we don't have to talk about specifics right now. But how, I will be on I, that tour. What, it, <laughs> what, is your pri- what is your price point? Can I afford you? I don't know. Who do, tell me who you, who you had in the past. I'll tell you whether I'm comparable. Uh, James Adomian went with me last year. Way more expensive than James Adomian. Yeah, I figured. He's a great guy, but I, way more expensive I had than James. I Tim Heidecker on for a week last year. About the same? You're Even probably... more expensive than I was for James Adomian. That, I just can't do it then. I'm sorry, man. If you take what you paid those two... And combine it. Combine it. Double that. Quadruple that. What? And then add $10,000. <laughs> oh, my God. Per I will show. do a five-minute set. <laughs> I would love to tour with you. I just don't think I have the money no, to those, do it. Those guys are funny, though. They're funny. I'm I, so afraid that I say someone's name out loud, it's going to come out that I'm trashing them. No, you're not well, trashing anyone. Clearly not trashing. No, clearly. I mean, Heidecker a little bit, but not James Adomi. Why would you trash Heidecker? Just because he Haven't you toured it. with him? Have I toured with him? No, yeah. but I've done shows with him. I He's my you, friend. I'm joking. Yeah, I thought that you did a tour with him. I'm not going to announce I'm joking anymore. Okay. 
Don't worry about it. Don't worry about what people think, Todd. Oh, I know. That's how, that's how I've done my whole career, not worrying about people think. But I would, I would love to tour with you, but it's just not in the cards. How many shows are you going to do? Probably, I think we're doing 16 shows really? or something like 16? that. Really? 16? That's a big tour. Somewhere around there, maybe. Non-stop? Uh, I think we get two days off in the middle. But it's, but it's straight through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I can't announce it yet, but I'm very excited about who's coming with me on the tour. Oh, so you already know. I know, yeah, two of the acts, yeah. So you already know that I'm not booked on it. I mean, you know, I could always, if, if you were willing to do it on the cheap. There's no on the cheap, man. <laughs> I know it. Those days are over. Just for exposure? Oh, exposure. Yeah, that's, that's, my, that's, <laughs> that's your favorite that's word. Favorite. No, a lot of people see it's really good exposure. It's really good exposure. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, a lot of bands, I found this out, will pay to, pay be to on play. A tour. Yeah, they'll pay to go on a tour with a big yeah. band. You know? Or they'll get just like money that doesn't even cover their gas. Yeah. So, what if you were to do one of those kind of situations? I'm going to remember that when I, next time I'm paying an opening act. So, <laughs> hey, man, this, this $10 I'm giving you. Exposure. It's exposure, and w there's bands that lose $10. <laughs> I know you're not a band, and it's irrelevant, but there's bands that would pay <laughs> to be on the tour with another band, and I'm giving you $10. You're ahead of the game. How many days are you on the road in a year? I don't know. Four months, maybe three four months. Four months, and that's it's is all that... over for me, man. I had a good run. What? You're one of the best stand-up comedians in the universe. Oh, I didn't say I wasn't that, but <laughs> <laughs> where? Um, what? So when do you leave New York? Uh, I leave tomorrow. Tomorrow. What time? Uh, Two-ish, I think. That's I, the way you do it. I think I have. I have to go do an interview. They're picking me up at the airport and going taking me to an interview and then sorry picking me up at the hotel taking me to the interview and then going to the airport from that have you turned down any interviews no i will do any really? interview obviously Aww. i pointed at todd he pointed at me as if to say obviously because why would i do this unless i would do any unless i was completely now, indiscriminate. i'm not trashing you i just want to make that <laughs> feel, clear for the I listener feel, so no one tweets ah, you to say todd did you hear your own podcast or feel a little trash right now I feel a little trashed. <laughs> Scott, I think we can wind down. Really? Do you think that's enough? To be, you don't want to ask me about uh, any of my childhood? or This no. isn't This isn't you made it weird, right? What it, I, you know, I was thinking about that podcast, and I realized I did it. I've done it, but I didn't know that. Was it the Is that a podcast where he makes people uncomfortable? Oh, I don't know. On I, purpose? Does he? Were you uncomfortable? No, but he asked me about my fear of lightning, and then I just destroyed him. You have a fear of lightning? Yeah. Uh, it, w w being hit by it or just the the look of it? No, being bored by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being hit by it. Yeah. Have you ever... What other lightning kind of fear would you have? Well, I don't... Maybe you're afraid of the, the, the weather that comes along with it. I don't like the weather. The whole thing is ominous mm -hmm. and makes me uncomfortable. So when you see it... I run. You... Even though it hit already. If you and I were walking down the street, and I've told this many times on thousands of interviews, mm -hmm. and I saw any sign of lightning, I would say, I would either run. Go underground? No, I wouldn't go underground. Um, I'd go off the grid. No, I would, uh, I, would, I would seek shelter. Yeah. I'm not one of these people who... You're not proud. I just see people walking in the th in the lightning storm with this guy. I got my umbrella. It's just it's a little drizzle. No, it's not a little drizzle. No, 
Get inside. Get inside. No matter where you are, even if you're not close to home, you'll just like go and duck inside an apartment building or... I mean, I won't, like, break into someone's house and be like, hey, I'm not robbing you. I'm just trying to get out of the... <laughs> it's not a home invasion. Then, what about but... a restaurant? Would you, like, duck oh, into a yeah. restaurant? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, going to a restaurant. Why don't you move somewhere that doesn't have a lot of weather like that? Where's that? California, for instance. The desert. The desert. <laughs> that wouldn't be too much of a shock to my system. <laughs> hey, there's no lightning. There's also nothing to do. <laughs> what do you do? Like, what is... You live in New York because you like everything here, right? You like to do a lot of stuff. I like to party. You like to party. What is it there? You and I went to a party once, remember, with Zach up Ooh. in that big hotel. Name. You know which Zach he's talking about. Zach Efron. Zach Efron. <laughs> Zach Braff and the, Zach Efron. There's a picture of us, the three of us, online at that party. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, I don't remember, was that like Details Magazine or something? It was something like that, yeah. And they were they were very excited to see Zach and very uh, disappointed that they had to take our picture along with him. I know, they are like, oh, is he with you guys? <laughs> I don't remember. I think we left that party rapidly, or I know I did. We left it pretty rapidly right before, from what we hear, Robin Thicke jumped on the piano and started singing. So we left right when we should have Right left. on the money. Right when we should have gotten there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Scott. Um, well, is there anything else you want to plug? Scott, let's talk... Plugs. Here we go. Here we go. Comedy Bang Bang. Watch the show on IFC 10 p.m. Fridays. 10 p.m. Fridays. You can also get it on iTunes. You can uh, get it on iTunes. Season Pass. And there's Netflix. I've watched Netflix. it on Netflix. Netflix, you can see the first season on Netflix. And if you're going out on Friday night, can they DVR it? Is that not as no, good for the ratings? you're not allowed. Stay home on Friday. Uh, no, you can uh, just watch it in three days. Is that oh, true? Yeah, DVR plus three is a big rating. Yeah. Oh, there's a rating for within three days. There's a rating within three days and a rating within seven days. And the, the live is really what they like, but the plus threes are almost as important. Watch this. I'm going to get them to watch it. Here we go. Don't DVR it. Watch it live. Make Saturday night the night you go out because you're tired from work on Friday. Yeah. Chill yes, out. we know you just got paid. Order in. That money will keep. Watch Comedy Bang Bang. It's only, how long? It's a half it's hour. It's a half hour. Half hour. You can still go out at 1030 unless you live in Los Angeles, in which you're... You're just getting to bed. You're going to bed and you're already, yeah, you're bored. New York, New Yorkers, no excuse. Absolutely no excuse. Seriously no excuse. You're probably just getting done with your fourth job to pay for your shitty apartment. Oh, at that point. man, that was. Uh, Shots fired! <laughs> on that note, thanks for doing my podcast. Thanks Scott. for having me on, Todd. We'll see you. Bye. All right, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, you might be able to hear my air conditioner in the background. It's so hot in New York, I won't even shut it off to record a 30-second outro. Yeah. Oh, my special, my super crazy special, which came out somewhat recently, maybe a year ago, maybe 10 years ago. No, not 10 years ago. It's now available for $5. If you go to ccdirect.comedycentral.com, Com. $5 unlimited streaming, downloads, you know, the whole Louis C.K. model. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so $5. There's other people who have specials there, too. So buy mine and then pick one or two others to buy. Also, I'll be in Montreal July 22nd through 26th at the Just for Laughs Festival. Follow me on Twitter at Todd Barry. 
Also go to Feral Audio, who helps put this podcast out. F-E-R-A-L audio.com. Lots of great podcasts. You can donate to some of them if you want. That's it. Thank you, everyone. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub. Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.